Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. to um, explore some other aspect of absolutely of golf i sent you a message you know a few weeks ago saying that um you know a fa- one of the most famous golf instruction books is called hogan's five lessons and so i was interested almost half joking at first in what what donahue's five lessons would be and kind of just wanted to see where you would go with that and so that's you know why we're here today well, you know, it's a. Uh, uh, it uh, as soon as you asked me that, it started me, you know, thinking about things, especially as we were talking about uh, golf in the kingdom and what would, um, you know, what would those uh, few lessons be if you pin somebody down? And of course, in order to pin somebody down in golf, you have to pick out some uh, some point of view about it. Hogan's point of view uh, when he wrote that book was really about how to learn the full effective uh, or the effective full swing. And so he, uh, you know, he, he, he nailed it down into grip uh, and then, you know, stance and then backswing and downswing and then put it all together. Uh, and, um, and so, uh, as I've read that book, and I've read it many times now, um, uh, it's it's interesting how uh, how that turns out. You'd think that that Hogan would have had five lessons on something. Uh, he actually had four lessons on specifically about the golf swing, and then the stuff at the end of it was really more of a kind of a a general well, how do you put this all together? And in that, he talked about things like the waggle and uh, how he created the shots before he ever played them uh, mm-hmm. in his mind. And I think that, uh, in any case, um, you know, I find myself as a student right now um, working on uh, on my swing, as as I know you are, and uh, and guys that are in our position love to do that when we have the opportunity and the um, and the facility like we have it you know we want to to exercise ourselves so at any rate I when you you first asked me what my five lessons would be um, you know I came up with 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 five uh, I would say uh, things that define you know how I practice and and um, uh, and how I tend to look at people and instruct them. And so they are, one, you are, first, you are the athlete. Um, People like TPI years ago said, hey, listen, better athletes make better golfers. But, you know, underneath what they said in that was that uh, there are sport moves and then there are functional movement skills. And, and a lot of people uh, out in the world learn to be very uh, effective uh, in being able to do physical acts, uh, but they actually do it in ways that are 
compensatory, that aren't uh, really healthful for their body. So while they may be able to, uh, you know, carry weight and, um, and do sit-ups and stuff like that, they actually do it wrong, and eventually they, it, it's so fundamentally wrong that, that they're destined to hurt themselves somewhere down the line. And so I find myself as a 70-year-old man, uh, as, an, as an injured athlete who is, um, in order to build my golf game, I have to build myself as an athlete. And uh, I'm delighted that that actually happened to me because, um, because it, it, uh, it's made me better. I, 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 I know full well that the things that I'm doing now are, are not going to continue to hurt me, that I'm learning to move better, and, uh, and that's an integral part of my practice every day. I consider exercises that I do for my, um, for my body to be like drilling. Um, and in practice, to me, you're, you're either drilling, you're exploring, or you're gaming. And... Um, and so that's that's where I start. Um, and the the second point is um, is what I call well, what do you make of this? Uh, and in in golf, the thing about golf is is that golf is is one situation after another. You know, you're always facing some situation. Generally, when we think of it, it's a performance situation. Like, okay, here's the situation. I'm 187 yards from the hole. The wind's blowing from left to right, quartering into me like 12 miles an hour. The green is elevated, um, you know, so that it would, it, by itself would have one club difference. It would be one club longer. And then... What are the internal things that are going on with me? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel I don't feel good about the club I'm hitting that distance these days. <laughs> yeah, you have to know that. Yeah. yeah, you have to you have to know all these things. So, what do you reckon? How do you size up the situation? That's what uh, the first level of what do you mm-hmm. make of this. The second level of it is what can you make of it? You know, what opportunities do you see here? What sort of dangers are, are involved? How would you weigh, um, you know, these factors? And what kind of risk would you like to take on at this mm-hmm. time? Uh, and, um, you know, as you, as you, you know, move into that shot, I think you have to, you know, be honest with yourself. You know, if you can create, if, if, you, if you feel not so great about, that opportunity, then it's, it's not really a go shot. You know, you want to pick a place that's more strategic. Yeah. So I already have like 18 follow-up questions about those first two. (laughs) So maybe can you go through, maybe give us like the next three, like the next three, and then we'll go back back. through them a little bit. Sure. The third one is, is to to take dead aim. Uh, It's, it's uh, Harvey uh, Penick. Uh, you know, made that famous in his little red book. And uh, I think that, uh, that aiming or targeting is, uh, is the way I like to think about goal setting. Um, it's interesting to me that uh, there's so many things about golf uh, and uh, things that I've heard all my life that have turned me off to wanting to do them. Like things like uh, discipline. I always thought of discipline as from the punishment end of it. I never thought of it as like, no, it's a it's a study. It's a way of of doing things. And um, goal setting to me was always like, 
well, that's for somebody else. I'm not a, I'm more of a free spirit. I'm not a goal setter. But, of course, you know, taking specific aim at things and, uh, and uh, kind of noticing how what you aim at impacts you, I think, is interesting. Um, find the sweet spot is, to me, is a... Um, is not just you know about hitting the ball in the center of the golf club. It's about finding the sweet spot in in how your challenge uh, that you've set up for yourself balances against your skills. And in order to uh, uh, to create optimal experience or flow experience, it's necessary to take on challenges that require you to use every bit of your ability, but are possible for you to succeed at enough that you 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 don't feel discouraged by it if the if the challenge is too much too much more than the skill level you have like rubik's cube was for me i i didn't want to do rubik's cube it was it was uh, demoralizing you know it was and so similarly in golf you know if you set up circumstances that are so difficult for you to achieve that you you can't then you need to change the game change the measurement mm. uh and so um that to me is is a key in practice you want to have challenge and difficulty because there's a there's a a desirable level of difficulty that that will pull you on and and uh and make things very get you to a point of full engagement or what Chivas irons would say is fascination. Um, and finally, the, the last one is move towards ease. Um, Feldenkrais, the great uh, movement trainer, Moishe Feldenkrais, uh, you know, made the statement one time that people that seem to be exhibiting a lot of self-consciousness in doing what they're doing don't have a lot of natural skill or natural talent for it. And um, when I first heard that, 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 uh, that idea, I thought what he meant was that you're either born with it or you, you're not born with it. But that's not what he meant. He meant move towards doing it in an easy, is the easiest, least trying way that you can do it. And, um, and so... Whenever I find myself, and one of the things, one of the great stories that he tells on himself was learning to play piano from uh, a master, and uh, and he had some background Feldenkrais did in the piano, and when he sat down to play it, uh, he played the notes very hard, and the the master uh, was sitting with him, you know, winced in agony as he listened to him banging on these notes, and he. He urged uh, Feldenkrais to play more softly, and uh, and when Feldenkrais did, um, he he actually started to hear the notes and started to be more intuitive about what was there and opened himself up for that. And that's in golf that can mean, you know, instead of swinging it as hard as you can, you know, swing it easier. Uh, if if that means in putting, if you're grinding your gears trying to make the putter, you know, go back and forth straight, try less hard to do that. Mm. Uh, and um, and it, it also, I, I think, um, 
encourages me in any case to uh, take on different perspectives to kind of tease out what it is that you're trying to get out of yourself and and I think in practice you know we all start with a point of view we're going to our drill is going to be this and then we see what goes on with it and then if we're really good practicers if that's not getting us what we want at a certain point we go well I'm going to change my approach here and see if I can get at this in another way wow this is I now have 180 follow-up <laughs> questions. Um, I I think for the sake of structuring these, because I think it's gonna, I think we have more than one kind of show here. Let's. I got. I just have a general follow-up question, and then maybe we'll end this first one, and then we'll go at these kind of in shorter, like maybe one at a time, things to release to the, the people out there. Um, do you have anything, that, like. How hard was this? for you to come up with these five and do you have anything that like didn't make the cut? Did you have like a first draft? Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, I would say that what, um, yes, I would say that I did. And, and I'm sorry to what, what I found was that this notion of five mm. that you gave me was a structure and uh, structures are interesting because they, um, they frame, you know, your thoughts. Hey, you've got to narrow this down to five, pal. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that I, what I found in doing this was that um, my image of, of, uh, of the, the structure that I would create to, uh, to discuss these things we're discussing is really a pyramid with a teeter-totter balancing on top of it. Um, because I, I think that in so many things, there's really kind of so many things that we can talk about in golf. I mean, if you want to talk about, you know, what golf is made up of, well, it's made up of skills, uh, stroke-making skills that we divide into, into three. There's rolling or putting. There's uh, tossing or pitching, and then there's driving or launching, and um, and these are like actually you know yeah. kind of separate areas, and sure. they bridge into one another, mm -hmm. and you can talk about them you know the way they they kind of can be either uh, distinct like somebody playing uh, you know a saxophone or kind of. Uh, uh, a continuum like uh, trombone, uh, you know, putting can blend into pitching. Uh, pitching, you know, blends into full swing. But, um, but you know, we're, you know, but they're different. Mm -hmm. And um, and we can talk about you know learning, performing, and enjoying. We can talk about uh, direction, you know, distance and contact. You know, we can so many things over and over, you know, split into threes that uh, I started to build a, a kind of a framework of discussion that was uh, that was based on that. So that didn't make the cut. <laughs> Got it. Oh, that's right. OK, that's where you were talking to me earlier about fractals. Right. Is that where the three, the yeah, three and yeah. the three and the three. OK, yeah. Got yeah. it. Three cool. and three and three. And, you know, but a lot of a lot of what we find in golf and the reason for the teeter totter is that a lot of the things that we use to kind of, you know, ratchet ourselves up the scale of mastery is the ability to uh, work between 
or along a continuum between two contrasting points of view, like um, like targeting or swing focus, mm. um, like um, uh, like trying really hard and then not trying, you know, you mm, know, as hard sure. uh, and that kind of thing, and uh-huh. so. Uh, or contrasting, go, swinging to the left and then swinging to the right, mm-hmm. or face open and face closed. I mean, you know, uh, extreme, uh, uh, you know, our extremes are possible, and then very subtle uh, variations are possible in all of these things. And it's it's how we keep ourselves sharp. You know, yeah. it's how we keep ourselves in balance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it can be as practical as that, or it can be as uh, as Swami sounding as an old pragmatic uh, uh, sports psychologist used to call uh, things that the Buddhists would say, uh, you know, it can be the middle road, mm-hmm. you know, that they talk about finding. Yeah, great. Well, okay, Pete, thank thank you for putting these together. We're, we'll go into um, the first one. You are you are the athlete. Did I get that down right? Yep. We'll get into that on the next episode. Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. Come back. Well, here it comes. Come back.